Hello there. Welcome to this week's Rise Above Noise. So each week I have the honor of shining a spotlight on somebody in the Rise Above Noise community who's making a real difference and helping others with their business growth. If we haven't met yet, let me introduce myself. My name is Susan Finn. I'm a digital marketing strategist with Rise Above Noise with for the past over 15 years, I've been working with, with transformation creators. That would be energy healers, light workers, coaches, creatives, teachers, and I'm guiding them with their personal roadmap in their digital marketing journey. Together, we create your own system for showing up in a way that feels generous and in service so that you can show up with consistency and then the people who already need you or searching for you will have an easier time of finding you. Your business grows with joy and with flow and with ease. And one of the things that I've learned having worked with my particular niche of clients for these years, many of who are, right, clued into energy and intuition. I know that there's no one size fits all when it comes to creating a digital marketing practice for yourself. And we all know that no one wants to be sold at or pushed into practices that won't suit themselves. So in order to truly understand my clients, I found that a practice of active listening is really a win-win because my clients get to feel fully heard and, and valued and, and understood. And I get better insights in how I can actually support their business goals. I wanted to learn a little bit more about active listening. It's a thing, right? So I invited my good friend, Joanne O'Neill, a longtime proponent and teacher of the active listening skill to offer us all some of her professional insights. I think you're really going to enjoy today's conversation. Let's get right to it. So it is Thursday and it is the day that I love the best because I get to do the Rise Above Noise Spotlight and share somebody amazing with, um, with my community, with the Rise Above Noise community. And today we're going to be talking with Joanne O'Neill and before I do that, what I'd love to do ahead of time is, is just review the Rise Above Noise five pillars of digital marketing so that when we're talking in these spotlights, you have a better idea, you, the audience, have a better idea of where in the five pillars, where in this model, where in the GPS of digital marketing, what we're going to be focusing on today fits. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. She said so confidently until she couldn't find the button. Just one moment. <laughs> Finding the button. Share screen. All right. And so most of you have seen this before. That in the rise above noise system, in the rise above noise process, what I've done is I found it, it can be chaotic and it can feel like 
there's so many things. I don't know how they fit together. But when you look at a roadmap, just like when you're in the car at night and your, and your headlights are just showing you just what you need to see ahead of time, that's how I feel about the Rise Above Noise Five Pillars. Focus on what you need to get to the next step. And when I, when you think about, all right, the whole roadmap where you're going, what are the different, right? Like what are the routes? What are the exits you have to take? How do you, how do you put your trip together? That's how I figure um, the rise above noise system is. So the first pillar is knowing what your core values are. Who are your ideal clients? What are your non-negotiables? Who are you solving problems for? What are the problems you're solving and how do they feel afterwards? And so I feel like when we're talking about active listening today, this is where, uh, where I'm going to plop today's discussion. Active listening, knowing what your ideal client's problems are, understanding if you have the, the, the goods to fix it for them. And also, I would say we're also going to spend some time here on compelling content. Compelling content is what kind of, what kind of content are you sharing? And does it address what we just talked about in number one? What are their problems? What do they want to learn about? And so again, active listening is going to clue you in on how to create the compelling content that your clients are going to need from you, which is going to give you proof of concept by, by helping people and allowing them to share their experience with others, right? You're, gra you're grabbing testimonials. You have case studies. That is part three of the rise above noise pillars. The fourth is, and we've talked about this so much and there's just so much all the time, protect your time and your energy. Your time and your energy are your only true currency. I feel that with all of my heart. And so when you can be very, very strategic and, and have a schedule and have your systems in place, that's gonna save your time and energy so that you can show up more fully for your clients and for your family and your life. And of course, I spend most of my time in helping people keep in touch. There's so many ways to do that, right? There are some people that are great on the phone. There are people who are great at sending um, snail mail. Other people are great at um, setting up lunches and stuff. I'm working in digital marketing. And so I'm going to talk about how do we create those touch points through email marketing and through direct messaging and our messaging on socials. So these five pillars that I love to talk about because they just settle me, they just give me calm knowing where we're going and how to get there. All of that is so that anybody listening, right? The people in my community are transformation creators. And so all of this is so that they can show up with strategy and with intention so that they can be of service to the people that they mean to serve. So here we're back here. Let me make sure that we're looking okay here. All right, I wanna just double check on over on Facebook to make sure that we are um, showing up properly because it looks a little bit different on my screen. Stay with me for a minute, guys. If you're with us, let us know that you're with us. I'm starting to mute myself for a second. Streaming service. I have to say, since COVID, I'm starting to mute myself for a second. Streaming. OK. 
looks like we're good. Looks like we're good. All right, so now I get to introduce you to my good friend, Joanne O'Neill, and I get to read her official bio for you. And all I have to do is find it. I'm a little, wow, I did not know I had this many windows open, you guys. Stay with me, we're here. Joanne O'Neill. She has been in private practice for 35 years, integrating dynamic psychotherapy, transpersonal vision, insight dialogue, contemplative practices, quantum energetic healing practices, and clinical herbalism in a uniquely holistic approach to emotional wellness. A versatile and creative psychotherapist, Joanne is certified in psychosynthesis, and she earned her MA in healing arts from Goddard College. She's had extensive training in spiritual psychology at the Concord Institute, gestalt therapy, and psychodrama techniques. She's hospice trained and experienced in grief, bereavement, trauma, and recovery work and energy medicine techniques. In addition, she, I mean, this goes on and on and on, but I'm going to kind of hang out here. She's also a Reiki two practitioner, like all the things. And she's just amazing. We have such conversations. We could talk hours and hours, hours, go off, off the rails and just try to come back. But I learn from her every week. And I'm so, so very grateful that you're here, Joanne. So My as pleasure. I- you're so good to be here. So here's the thing. I asked Joanne, what is her superpower? And Joanne told me that her superpower is that she's like a detective. Tell me more about that, Joanne. Well, one of the things, it's so good to be here, Susan. And thank you for that lovely introduction. Um, one of the things I've discovered being a holistic psychotherapist which I decided in the late 80s um, was important because then my clients, I was a new psychotherapist and I realized people didn't understand that their physical health impacted their mental emotional health. I think we know more about that now, although not everyone. And so as I continue to study and study, which is I'm a perennial student, it gives me great joy. When I meet someone new, not only do I listen really deeply to their story and what brought them to call me, I also, of course, am doing what every herbalist and psychotherapist does, and I'm looking at the person's face and eyes and the way they're speaking and their presentation. And as they tell me what's on their mind, um, I do some of this in the first session, and if they decide to work with me, we delve more. I will ask them, because I will hear certain things. I'll ask them about their health. I'll ask them if they've had any big losses recently. A lot of people who feel as though they're and are suffering from a kind of depression, that word has become pretty ubiquitous in our society. Um, during my lifetime. And of course, there's many, many facets to depression. Some of it is sadness. Some of it is uh, in relation to an experience that just happened. But many, many people 
are actually experiencing a form of grief. And most clients are pretty interested when I suggest that. Because remember, everything I offer is a suggestion. It's another perspective, which to me is the point of really good psychotherapy, that I get to offer a different perspective that we can't get when we're only looking at the perspective of our own self. So I feel like part of my job and my great delight is to listen for what else is this client telling me? And it's a kind of reading between the lines and it's an energetic process. So that's that. I could go on. So, and I know with the work that you do as a psychotherapist, that has to be a skill you have to have developed. Now, I know too that um, you've helped people kind of sharpen up their active listening skills, right? And I know that you and I have talked about this too, because let's go back, right? Like, let's just talk, let, let me just ask you, what is active listening? Active listening is being fully present, actually being learning how to be quiet within, ask a question, and then let the person speak. Because I have found that most people really want to tell a story. And how often do we do that with each other any longer? So when I'm actively listening, I'm fully present. There's no judgment. I don't interject comments. I just let them talk. And the non-judgmental piece is active, right? Like I have spent many, many years learning how to be non-judgmental in all areas of communication which is an art form that one has to work at all the time. And it's a tricky time in our culture with people not being very easily capable of hearing each other when they have different viewpoints. And I think it's a time for people to really get good at active listening because it's never just about this or that. We're very complex beings. So, Active listening is really about being fully present and very quiet and still while you are listening. Oh, I think so. It's so interesting because I'm listening to you and I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to ask another question <laughs> you know? because I know that's not, that's part of it. When you're in a situation with a client, so you have clients that you're going to give advice to. I have clients I'm going to give advice to. It's easy to say, oh, I know exactly what you need to do. Take three of these, do this thing, do that thing. But that's not necessarily where they're at when they first come to us, right? right. Like they, everybody wants to be fully heard. Yes. And one of the things that I do is when I have a discovery call with a, with a potential client or somebody I haven't met yet is I take the call as a, as a phone call instead of a Zoom call. 
because I'm watching you, Joanne, right now. And I'm like, oh my God, those plants are amazing. How does she get those plants to grow? And what is on her bookcase right now? And isn't her hair pretty? And look at the pretty neck, like I'm doing the things. But when I'm on the phone with somebody, I am just listening. I have my eyes closed or I have my notebook here and I am just listening. And I have sent them everything they need to know about me first so that we mm -hmm. can really spend the time on them. And I have found that that resonates very well on both ways. A, they feel very heard and I'm able to, there's so much, right? There's so much chaos in their life. And I would imagine with your clients too, they just feel like they've got to sift it out and see what it is. Mm -hmm. And it mm -hmm. feels untenable. But if you can do that for them, if you can tweeze out one thing, mm -hmm. what I hear you saying, like after a time, um, I think that's very helpful. And then it's been helpful for me because I don't jump to conclusions thinking, oh, they need email marketing. Oh, they need better SEO, right? Whatever in my right. way. So in, in the work that you do, and let's, which is very specific, and then in the world in general, you said active listening, you said fully present, you said non-judgment. Do you have any tips for us and how to actually practice? Like, how do we shut off our monkey mind while we're listening? Well, there are two things that will always work. One is to learn how to meditate. And a young woman said to me uh, last year in another forum, I can't even imagine how to meditate. And very kindly, not sarcastically, because I mean this, I said, well, you, you're good at breathing. And she smiled at me and I said, that's all meditation is. Mm -hmm. It's about consciously using your breath. And it's very simple, it's not sophisticated and it's not something you have to take a class in. So I do teach all my clients how to meditate because even learning how to take deep, full breaths when you're having a hard time. I have many clients today um, who present their major thing they say to me is that I have anxiety, which has become a catch-all phrase. And I don't mean that in any diminishing factor, but once again, like depression, anxiety is not just feeling nervous. And a lot of, one of the things I first do is say, let's remember anxiety arises from the body's physiological nervous system. So, I really like to uh, keep it simple in that way and bring people back. And when you mentioned earlier about uh, listening well, I was trained in psychosynthesis in the early 80s to take notes. And I still do that. I was trained as a lay homeopath and trained as a clinical herbalist when doing an intake. I take extensive notes and I always show my clients and tell them, of course, it used to be always in person, right? And I would say, these notes are for you and me. You can see everything I'm writing because it's when I'm listening in the beginning, I take little, I jot down little things to remember to ask about later. And I was also trained to notice direct quotes. So someone will say something that is a pretty big statement, or to me, it has light around it, right? Sometimes neon, sometimes soft. I will write that down with quotation marks and bring it up 
later, right? And in my notes, it's funny, five or six months later, something will shift and I will remember immediately the first thing they'll say and I'll rem and say, do you know what you said to me about that five months ago? And they'll go, no. I mean, I don't remember what I said to someone five months ago. And I will tell them the direct quote and it's kind of astonishing the reactions I'll get because they will have moved in a, another direction about that, hopefully a more positive one. I so, want you to know I'm, I'm losing track of the beginning, so I'm just going to stop talking sometimes and let you ask me more. Yeah, that was perfect. Well, we had talked about you know, how to practice um, active listening, but I was happy to hear how you practice it. And you started by saying uh, meditation and breath. And I yes. think that no matter what we do, that is so valuable. And I know that one time, I think it was Devin Grilly. Devin ran a, a little um, exercise when we were at She Breathes in Walpole. Uh, she Breathes Balance and Wellness in Walpole. And she just did this very simple exercise. Um, I forget what it's called. Maybe it's called, I don't know. You probably know what it's called. Will you breathe in for four breathe out for four, breathe in for four, breathe out for four. And she said, do that anytime you're feeling anxious, but also um, I've been using it for, you know, like at family, now we're getting off, talk, off topic, but you know, at family events and sometimes uncle Murray goes on a little too long, but you wanna be practice active listening. And so I do use that breath work at that time so that you know what you're calming i know i've heard you talk about the vagal nerve vagus nerve vagus nerve right the vagus nerve and just calming and letting that happen um but in general breathing while somebody's talking i think settles that monkey mind mm -hmm. do you have any other recommendations for us as far as how we can be good listeners but also i would say maybe a good mirror because I think that's part of good listening right is to be able to reflect back if the person wants that mm. so when someone comes to see me um they're wanting that right they're asking for that if I'm catching up with a friend I just listen and I mean with friends I know whether or not and you can tell kind of it this is practice 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 with anything, right? You get better and better the more you practice. And sometimes when I'm sitting with a dear friend, I know really what they really need is for me to listen mm. and maybe go, mm-hmm, or whatever, but no more than that. And I have to tell you, I have found that to be extremely helpful for me personally. I have a few very dear friends and I have one dear friend who we've known each other for 37 years totally honest with each other all the time. I can tell her anything. And there are times when I'm in a hard place and she almost always knows and calls me because I have a hard time reaching out. I'm finding as I'm getting older and she'll just listen. And she might make a little comment and she always follows up and texts me something. But I can't tell you how different I feel when I've had that opportunity to be heard. Mm -hmm. And, you know, listening without judgment is a very kind and compassionate thing to do. So 
I do think we're living in a time where we need to remember that, right? We're in the time of texting and everything's moving very, very fast. And when someone just sits and listens to you, everything slows down. I just want to comment on the breathing. Devin was teaching, it's called the box breath. Yes, yes, yes. And it's, it was created specifically to help people with anxiety, which is marvelous. The one thing I teach everyone, which everyone can do with me right now, is that you just take a long, slow, deep breath in through your nose and out through your nose. And you will find the more you practice, the longer you'll do. And one of the things I have learned is that doing a few of those is a way that affects the vagus nerve. And we're not going to get into that, but because I'm holistic, I'm always thinking about the physiology, right? And learning how to manage one's nervous anxiety is through breath. And I have many clients who have suffered from panic attacks and anxiety who really find when they get into practicing, and I take that long, slow, deep breath when I'm walking, when I'm sitting. There was a wonderful person who said once, you should set the timer on your watch, which of course, when I was young, we didn't have those, and uh, take a long, slow, deep breath once an hour. And I thought, that's a brilliant idea. I have to remind myself, but Doing deep breathing is the key and practicing and deciding you want to be a good listener. Well, I love that you said that. I love that you said uh, active listening is a, a kind and compassionate act, which more of us need now more than ever. I'm going to read this quote that you shared recently. Um, and I think it maybe it's in your book. I, I want to tell you guys, uh, Joanne has an amazing book. It's called The Art of Presence, One Path Toward Peace. And this book was written years ago, but man, do we need this now? Here's the quote that we had, we had uh, shared earlier this week or today. It's called Practicing Presence, and it says, rest in your breathing. Let go of having to say anything. Let go of having to rescue or fix anyone. Welcome the other with loving non-judgment continue to rest while being highly active. And that's a quote from Tom Yeoman. I'm going to put the link to, to uh, Joanne's book in the, jo in the notes, but you can look it up on Amazon, The Art of Presence, One Path Toward Peace by Joanne O'Neill. You have your book right in front of you, don't you? You want to show us? I do. Yeah. Check it out, you guys. Like, do we not need this more than ever? And I want you to know this is a picture of an original painting by a very dear friend of mine and when I asked her if I could use it on the front of my book she said absolutely Joanne and do you know what it's called what is it's it called, called presence nice. which I did not know I oh, love no her artwork isn't that great and it, it she's uh, inside it's honored that's so wonderful thank you for that it's so good. And, and I know too that, I mean, we had talked about doing this spotlight now, not only because our world needs this skill now more than ever, but because you are, you have a webinar coming up, which is very interesting too. I'm going to hang on one second because I have to go look at the exact name of it. Do you remember the exact name of it? 
Um, Stay with me, guys. I don't. Okay, I have a list. And it's right my here. first webinar, and thanks to Susan, I'm getting this done. And I got it right here. So it's called, um, oh, yeah, it's called Insight, Insightful Approaches to Anxiety, Depression, and Grief, Recognizing the Elements of Your Distress. So tell me, who would this be a good webinar for, Joanne? Anyone interested in discovering a little more about what's going on within beneath the surface. Yeah. And that is true for every human being, right? And I think we get confused. People are pretty overwhelmed um, with the state of the world, with the climate catastrophe, with how divided it, we feel in our country, and then bring it down to family. You know, this is affecting everyone. And I sometimes remind my clients of that, that sometimes how they're feeling is a reflection of the larger world, not just their own personal experiences. And I think it can be a relief to know that that's true. And the great wisdom teachers alive today talk about this a lot. So I, I, I want to add one thing about that in light of how difficult and sometimes dark it can feel if this is also a time of enormous transformation and the great wisdom teachers who have lived before us and who are alive now speak to that and we those of us who are very aware are holding the light all the time and it's important to remember when you get into the dark place to remember you have a light deep within. We come with this light. We, one of the ways practicing active listening and fully present does is you're actually inviting a person's light to shine a little more. I don't use those words a lot. I'm kind of surprised I just said that. But you know, this isn't about religion. We all carry a light and it doesn't matter what you name it. And I feel like my path and my gifts are about inviting that to come out. Mm. So love that. Awesome. And so I understand this is um, about a 40 minute webinar and then you're available for discussion following yes. the webinar, which I That's think will right. be amazing. I'm just putting the link into our chat here. Awesome. And so we're going to be wrapping up. I will put, um, all of Joanne's links in the show notes. Make sure you check them out. The her name of her website is The Moonrise Sanctuary, and it's beautiful. And you can get links to her books there and um, learn more about Joanne and even schedule um, a talk with her if you're just a little bit curious about how she can take you on a path towards your own peace or to to healing. Is there anything else that you'd love to share with us before we? we stop this particular conversation? You know, I thank you for mentioning my website and I really encourage people if they'd like to contact me, there's a contact form there and it comes right to my email and that way I never miss it. 
right? Because it's from the Moonrise Medicinals. And I think what I'd really love to end with is a little poem. I'm a huge poetry lover. And I was um, preparing for this and came across my very first pamphlet I made that had them and I would fold them up. And on the front of it, I put this roomy poem and I love it so much. So I really encourage everyone. And this is it. The breezes at dawn have secrets to tell you. Don't go back to sleep. You must ask for what you really want. Don't go back to sleep. The door, people are moving back and forth across the threshold where the two worlds touched. The door is round and open. Don't go back to sleep. Love that. Joanne, thank you so much for joining us today on Rise Above Noise. I'm looking forward, I always look forward to our conversations anyway, but I'm really glad to have been able to share you with our community today. Um, you guys get in touch with Joanne, have a conversation with her, hop on her webinar next week, buy her book, love her book, love it so much that you buy five copies and give it as gifts because really what can we give as the most... Um, valuable gift right now but peace so thank you thank you for thank bringing you that so me. much susan i deeply appreciate this thanks everybody well there you have it i hope you enjoyed this week's rise above noise spotlight did it make you think more about how you're going to hold your conversations these days whether they're personal conversations or professional ones I think you can agree that practicing active listening is going to make a remarkable difference in how your conversations flow and how your relationships grow. And at the end of the day, all of this, all of this is really about relationships, right? So I think now you can see how our Rise Above Noise community is, is revolutionizing how service professionals show up in their marketing to make a real difference in the world. And now, now, more than ever, our world needs you to be successful in what you're doing. We need you to show up in service and make the difference you're meant to in the world and reach more people. And that's how what marketing is, right? Marketing is reaching more people. So I want to thank you for joining today, for listening in, and I, and I look forward to offering you the next Rise Above Noise Spotlight. Mm -hmm.